On this week's show, BTS and K-Armies are reunited at Olympic Stadium, and more. Hmm, 어서와. 방탄은 처음이지? We are now going to progress to some steps which are a bit more difficult. Ready, set, and begin. <웃음> Hello and welcome to BTS This Week for the week ending March 13th, 2022. I'm Carrie, aka BTS Mama Bear, and I'm your host. Hey, took a week off from a surgery. I'm back. Thank you so much, everybody that sent me get well wishes and uh, wished me good luck on my surgery. Surgery went really well. Turns out my arm did not have to be immobilized. Yay. I only had to wear a splint for, uh, not a splint, I'm sorry, a sling for a week. And now can't move it a lot. Uh, but still, I'm not a sling. So, That's awesome. And so that gives me both my hands available to do this week's podcast. So let's go ahead and get started with the data drop. On the Billboard charts for the week ending March 12th, on the top album sales chart, Map of the Soul Persona was number 76. On the digital song sales chart, My Universe by Coldplay and BTS, number 28. On the Global 200, My Universe, 29. Butter, number 47, Dynamite, number 55, and Permission to Dance, number 143. On the Global Excluding U.S. chart, My Universe was number 21, Butter, number 28, Dynamite, number 34, Permission to Dance, number 87, and Stay Alive by Jungkook and produced by Yoongi, number 117. On the Hot Trending Songs Powered by Twitter chart, Butter is number one, Stay Alive, number three, Yours by Jen, number five, Super Tuna by Jen, number six, Christmas Tree by Young, number 12, Permission to Dance, number 13, and Dynamite, number 18. On the Artist 100 this week, BTS was number 39. On the Japanese Hot 100 Singles Chart, Butter is number 17, Dynamite, number 20, and Permission to Dance, number 25. On the YouTube charts for the week ending March 10th, on the Global Top Songs chart, Butter is number 26, and Permission to Dance, number 60. On the Global Top Artist chart, BTS was number 7, and on the US chart, they were number 49. Over the past seven days, BTS has had 204 million global plays, the top country, Japan, with 26.2 million, and the top song, Dynamite with 15.8 million. BTS has passed 800 million YouTube views across all music videos and dance practices just this year. So it's not even the end of March and they're almost to a billion views. Have one song milestone to share with you. No has reached 100 million views. Just in case you're wondering, I think I may have mentioned this before, but I have decided not to, you know, do it, do the views by like the tens or the hundreds anymore. I'm going to tell you when it reaches 100, 250, 
500, 750, and 1 billion. And you can see the pattern from there. So that'll be the case for YouTube and Spotify. But not for the likes. Likes are different because those are hard to get. Um, we have three like milestones this week. My Universe has reached 8 million. On has reached 12 million. And Mic Drop, 18 million. That is awesome. On Spotify for the week ending March 10th, on the Global Top Songs chart, My Universe is number 25, Butter, number 93, Stay Alive, number 98, and Dynamite, number 103. On the Weekly Top Songs chart, U.S., My Universe is number 181. On the Global Top Albums chart, Love Yourself Answer is number 27, Map of the Soul 7, number 46, B, number 109, Love Yourself Tear, number 158, and The Most Beautiful Moment in Life, Young Forever, number 188. On the U.S. Top Albums chart, Love Yourself Answer, number 137, and Map of the Soul 7, number 198. On the Global Top Artist chart, BTS is number 6, and on the U.S. chart, they're number 36. The country outside the U.S. with the most listeners for the last episode. That was two weeks ago. That it was India. So hi, Indian Army. Yay. So I'm going to go over their charts really quickly. Top songs, Dynamite, number 98. Butter, number 109. Stay Alive, number 110. My Universe, number 132. And Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 196. On the India Top Albums chart, Love Yourself Answer, number 6, Map of the Soul 7, number 12, B, number 36, Love Yourself Tear, number 61, Map of the Soul Persona, number 66, The Most Beautiful Moment in Life Young Forever, number 92, You Never Walk Alone, number 104, Love Yourself Her, number 108, and Wings, number 193. On the India Top Artist Chart, BTS, number 10. One, one streaming milestone this week to share with you. Dope has passed 250 million streams. Social media follower counts this week. Weverse, 14.7. Twitter, 44.6. Facebook, 44.6 million. Uh, Facebook, 19 million. Instagram, 60.9 million. Also, all BTS member Instagram accounts have passed 30 million followers. Spotify, number, number, Spotify, 46.7 million. TikTok, 47.3 million. And YouTube, 64.6 million. Speaking of social media follower accounts, Guinness World Records this week announced that BTS has claimed three more Guinness World Records. The first, most followers for Instagram, uh, on Instagram for a music group, most followers on TikTok for a music group, and most followers on Twitter for a music group. And actually, most of those records they broke were their own records. Also, Young has two Guinness Records now. He uh, has the title for the fastest time to reach one million followers on Instagram, and then, like three hours later, he uh, 
claimed the record for fastest time to reach 10 million followers on Instagram. So congratulations to BTS. Okay, some assorted data points. Congratulations to Jin. His brother, Sok Jun, and his sister-in-law, uh, Arum, have welcomed a baby boy. Baby boy's name is Sun, and now Jin is an uncle. So congratulations to Jin. Speaking of Jin, We First Magazine released an awesome article this week titled Jen Throws a Worldwide Feast with Super Tuna. I have the link in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. Definitely read this article. It's a it's very interesting background on the um, the creation of the Super Tuna song and the video, and it's awesome. So definitely check that out. In certification news this week, my universe has been certified gold in the UK. That's that's for 400,000 units. And on Guyon, Butter has earned a platinum streaming certification. If you've been waiting for the DVD for the 2021 muster, it has been approved by the Korean Approval Board. It will be 235 minutes long. It'll have the concert and behind-the-scenes video. This past week was Yoongi's birthday. Happy birthday to Yoongi. Um, he has a tradition, as do many of uh, the BTS members, of making donations on his birthday. And this year was no exception. Uh, he donated 100 million won to the Hope Bridge Association of the National Disaster Relief Organization. Uh, according to the association, he made the donation in celebration of his birthday. Um, he conveyed his warm heart, saying, I hope my donation will be used for residents who are suffering from damages of the wildfire. And this is a wildfire that happened uh, in early March on the eastern coast of Korea. Finally, Jungkook, he has graduated the Global Cyber University. Not only that, he has received the President's Award. He wasn't able to go to the graduation, but he did send a video thanking them for the award. So congratulations to Jungkook. On to the news. BTS and Army K-Armies are reunited at Olympic Stadium. So finally, after two and a half years... BTS has been able to play live in front of an audience for a concert audience in South Korea. Their last shows were back in October 2019 for the Love Yourself Speak Yourself tour. Those were also at Olympic Stadium, but COVID-19 of course put everybody on hold and BTS was no exception, but finally they have been able to perform for K-Armies. They had three shows uh, in uh, Seoul, but there were a lot of restrictions put in place by the authorities, in, you know, because of COVID. Uh, they could, uh, fans couldn't yell or cheer, and uh, they were encouraged to remain seated. And not, not only that, instead of clapping, they gave, uh, encouraged everybody to use clappers. So everybody um, were 
had these plastic clappers, which were basically, if you've ever seen one of those folded plastic fans, uh, it's folded like that in an accordion style. And you shake it, and it's a clapper. And so it was interesting when they would sing and there would be a pause, you would hear the sound to me that sounded like rainfall. And the members commented several times about how odd it was uh, to be performing and, and for the people not to be able to cheer, but at least they could see them and they could meet their eyes, you know. Uh, the other thing that they commented on that was strange is that um, as they had done on some of the offline concerts, uh, High played recorded cheers. Um, and so there, were, uh, the first night, on the, if you watch the uh, stream, uh, I think it was uh, Jamin that first commented on it about the fact it's like, whoa, what's this? So um, they tried to do that to make up for the fact that, you know, the crowd really couldn't do a lot of cheering. Um, also, it was limited to only 15,000 people per night. So a small crowd, you know, usually they could, could totally fill up Olympic Stadium, but 15,000 is better than nothing. And uh, I know BTS agrees with that. I know K-Armies agree with that. And I know they were all just happy to be able to be together again. About the shows, the first show uh, was live streamed. Uh, if you watch that, it was it was awesome. Um, again, they they BTS remarked a lot about feeling you know kind of weird about not having people cheer and things like that. But they gave it their all, and the performances were outstanding. Now the second show, uh, day two, that. Uh, was played in theaters. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. It rained on day two. Uh, just total downpour. Um, but the guys, as usual, just like they did in Chicago back in 2019, uh, they gave it their all again. It was really cold for these shows, too. So they were concerned about Army. They wanted to make sure they had their big coats on and were staying warm so they wouldn't get sick. But they were out there. They were putting on great performances. They were doing the choreography, uh, and it was it was awesome. The third day, also streamed online. Uh, again, they just really gave it their all. Um, some of the things that I think they... They're kind of hard on themselves when they do their in, ending comments, and, and you know, Nam June posted you know, a letter on uh, Weverse, like he, he he's, he's known to do. They're just really hard on themselves, but the performances were great. Um, I am pretty sure this is going to be on a DVD. Uh, I'd be shocked if they don't release a DVD of this. It was so good. Um, so what about that theater stream? So get this. Permission to Dance on Stage made over $32 million at the global box office. That was uh, in 
30, approximately 3,700 cinemas in 70 wide worldwide, 75 worldwide markets. It brought in more money in a single day than some pandemic-era Hollywood movies generated in their entire opening weekends. So, awesome global box office numbers. Uh, in an article in Variety, a senior media analyst called the figures astonishing and unprecedented. Now, in North America in, in particular, it played in 803 theaters and earned uh, approximately $7 million. Uh, that is the second best theater average following the Batman. You know, the Batman's a huge hit. Also, it's also in its second weekend. It's still, you know, making, making bank, but... I mean, it says something that the second second most watched movie um, was Permission to Dance. I say second most watched. The tickets are actually more expensive. So if you go by box office, it's probably less people, but it earned more money. Um, it managed to be in the top five domestic box office uh, in North America. Uh, for the whole weekend. So, just did really, really well. Um, as for the live streams, as of recording, those numbers have not been released. I imagine uh, those will be pretty outstanding numbers as well. Um, I know there were people that did all three. I am not comfortable going to a movie theater yet, but I am immunocompromised, so there's that. Uh, but a lot of people, they were ready to go. And um, I know, like I said, I know a lot of people did all three if they were able to. So I bet the numbers for live stream will be outstanding as well. On to the next story. Okay, so last week we talked about the IFPI Global Artist List for 2021 and the fact that BTS was number one on that list. Well, now they've released both the global album and singles charts for 2021, and there's good news for BTS on both. First of all, on the global album sales chart, BTS The Best was ranked number four. That's pretty awesome in and of itself, but there are also two more reasons that's pretty cool. First, it's a Japanese language album, and second, it's a compilation album. So, no new songs, I don't believe. Uh, it's been a while, so I can't remember. But uh, the vast majority of the content on the album, even if there is a new song, was uh, older releases. And it still did really well, enough worldwide, that it ranked number four on the chart for the year. Also, there was good news on the singles sales chart for BTS. On the singles sales chart for 2021, Butter was also number four. That is awesome. But not just because, you know, it's a global number four, but also it's the first time a Korean artist has ranked on the singles sales chart for two consecutive years. What was the 2021, you ask? Of course, it was Dynamite, which ranked number 10. So, Butter actually outperformed Dynamite, which is crazy. According to IFPI, Butter 
had 1.76 billion global subscription stream equivalents. So that is crazy and awesome at the same time. So as I say all the, a lot, congratulations to BTS. On to the next story. BTS wins big at the Korean Music Awards and the Gold Disc Awards. So, at the Korean Music Awards for 2022, BTS won the Artist of the Year Daesang. Uh, it's the third time they've won it. They won in 2018. They were the first idol group to win it then. And they won in 2019. Uh, what's awesome about the Korean Music Awards is... Uh, they don't use sales figures. They don't use fan votes. It is like the Grammys in that it is voted on by this organization and it focuses on the music itself um, rather than sales numbers. Now, that's not the only awards it news I have for you this week. Also, there was the Japan Golden Disc Awards. These are given out by the Recording Industry Association of Japan, and they're also the organization that gives uh, certifications for songs and albums. So, in their year-end awards, BTS won 10 awards. It's the most ever for a foreign artist in a single year at the Golden Disc Awards. Now, the Golden Disc Awards are split uh, into awards for Japanese artists, Asian artists, and Western artists. So, um, when you hear me talk about Best Artist Asia, that's why. So, First, BTS won Best Artist Asia. That's the fourth year in a row they've won that. They also won Album of the Year Asia for BTS The Best. Music Video of the Year Asia for The Map of the Soul 1 DVD. Butter won Song of the Year by Download Asia and Song of the Year by Streaming Asia. And uh, Song of the Year by Download Western was My Universe, which is Coldplay and BTS. There are also... Much like some of the uh, Korean awards where they have like top 10 artists and somebody wins artist of the year. Here they have best three albums Asia and that included BTS the best which was named best album. And then best five songs by streaming and by download all regions. Uh, Permission to Dance and Butter was on the streaming list and Butter was on the download list. BTS posted a thank you on TikTok. I'll link to that in the show notes. But again, they racked up lots of new stuff for their bag. Um, I don't think this is probably the last the, the awards they'll receive this year. Next coming up, I believe, is the iHeart Music Awards. Uh, and of course, the Grammys are next month. Okay, next week, uh, uh, still kind of a low activity time uh, until, I mean, we had the concerts this past week, but now we'll have, I think, a lot, of, uh, a little bit of low activity up until the Grammys and the concerts uh, in Las Vegas. <gasps> Speaking of which, I forgot to tell you, <laughs> the concerts in Las Vegas all sold out 
on Army Sale Day. So there was no verified Ticketmaster verified fan sale. There was no general on sale. So, um, yeah, they sold out Las Vegas the first day. Four shows. It's it's crazy. It's just crazy. Um, okay, so next week on Saturday, March the 19th, uh, that will be the delayed live stream of Permission to Dance on Stage Soul Day 1. That'll be at 10 a.m. Korea Standard Time, which means that'll be uh, sometime in the uh, evening uh, in the central time zone where I live. So I don't have to be at four, up at 4 a.m. to watch it again. Um, also on Saturday the 19th, uh, the Seven, Face, uh, Seven Fates uh, Choco uh, episode 10 will be released at 11 a.m. Korean Standard Time on Sunday, March the 20th. That'll be the July live stream for P, uh, sorry to say PTD, Permission to Dance on Stage Soul Day 3. Again, said that already. Uh, that'll be at 10 a.m. Korean Standard Time as well. Um, so again, kind of a low activity week. I think we've got a couple of those leading up to all the activity in April. Okay, last word. Can HYBE and BTS change the ticket conversation? So, I think I've mentioned this show before, but there's a show on HBO called Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. And uh, I'm going to link to the video of the show this past week. Let me warn you ahead of time. Lots of not safe for work language. So, if you're somewhere that you don't need to listen to that, be aware. And if it offends you, be aware. Because, again, there's a lot of it. But John Oliver makes a point through his, uh, you know, he does it with a, you know, a comedic edge. But there's always this strong undercurrent of fact and, you know, asking why are things this way? So this past week on his show, his main topic was tickets, sale, the sales of tickets for online, uh, live concerts. And mainly talked about because in the United States, that's all you can talk about, Ticketmaster. Uh, Ticketmaster controls the ticket buying process out for the vast majority of venues in the United States. Um, and if you've gone through the ticket purchasing process, you know how awful it is. Still, even as a fan member, it's it. It, you still have to go through Ticketmaster, uh, a fan club member, excuse me. You still have to go through Ticketmaster. It's still an awful experience. So John Oliver discussed the fact, and the reason I, with even with the language and stuff that I recommend that you watch it, is that he talks a lot about things that Ticketmaster and the American government have done to enable Ticketmaster to do some of the things that they do, like their transaction fees, their awful transaction fees that you never know about until the end of the ticket buying process. When you see a ticket price, that does not include any of those fees. So you don't really know how much your ticket is until you get ready to hit buy. Also, it talks about the fact that tickets will supposedly be sold out for a concert and then there'll be big blocks of tickets that the venue has reserved they uh the artist has requested radio stations have requested that are not really sold out so why am i talking about this this week 
because of this. Because in the last two on-sale dates for the United States, there has been a lot of just, honestly, crap to go on. Uh, this past one, not as bad. Uh, this past one, I don't think there's been as what anywhere near as much as there were for the LA shows, and there's two reasons for that. Um, there were less LA shows, and Hybe did this thing where, okay, so in the first LA shows, just like Do- John Oliver talks about, there were tickets that did not go on sale at the member on sale date. And why is that? Because it SoFi Stadium is a stadium for a football team. The people who have season tickets for that stadium for the football team were allowed on the same day to buy tickets for the concert. And a lot of them did, even though they don't like BTS. They had no intention of going to the concert. All they wanted to do was, you know, sell it for thousands of dollars over face value and rip off some army. And that was a big problem for the L.A. shows. And it's just like John Oliver talks about where these tickets are reserved instead of going, you know, for the fans, you know, first come, first, first come, first served. Uh, it was saved for people who really had no interest in going to the concerts. They just had interest in making money. Um, by, you know, they don't call it scalping anymore because they put it on the secondary market. Another thing that John Oliver talks about that, you know, Ticketmaster has set up this secondary market for tickets. And so this these people bought these tickets and put it on Ticketmaster's secondary market for thousands of dollars over the ticket price. So it, those are some of the things that really went wrong with the SoFi sale. And I know that high, and this is why I say high, Maybe they could change this ticket conversation. Um, You know, people say, oh, well, why don't they just use another ticket vendor? They can't. This is tied to venues. So these venues only use Ticketmaster. And there's not a huge venue in this United States, I don't believe, that is not a Ticketmaster venue. Um, So these stadiums are all going to be Ticketmaster. So how can Hive change the ticket conversation? Well, first off, for... The uh, Las, uh, Las Vegas shows, Ticketmaster announced. Now, again, this is a stadium, has a team, season tickets. Same thing could have gone on. But Ticketmaster announced that 100% of the tickets for the concert would be available for the member presale. So none being reserved for supposedly anybody. Do I know that's a fact? No. I do know that after the on sale and all the tickets sold out, the only tickets that were listed, well, I don't say the only, the most of the tickets I heard of that were on the secondary market were for close to face value, not thousands of dollars over. So Ticketmaster didn't do that out of the goodness of their own heart. They, and they didn't do it because we yelled at them because people have been yelling at them for decades and they don't care. Hybe made them do this, y'all. Hybe made them do this. And so, I think Hybe and BTS have enough power 
especially right now in a pre-pandemic, pre-pandemic, excuse me, a supposed post-pandemic world where people need to make some money. Concert venues have made no money uh, for two years. So Hybe has more power right now to change this conversation. And so they have already done so with the Las Vegas on-sale dates. Again, because 100% of the tickets were available for members, according to Ticketmaster, and they all sold out the first day. Um, that doesn't change the fact that there's awful these awful fees that we never know about. Now, ticket according to John Oliver, Ticketmaster blames this on everybody but themselves, but it's something Ticketmaster has allowed, so there you go. Um, but again, Hive has made some some headway because that hundred percent ticket availability has ne- has never been there before now, and Ticketmaster didn't do that because they just felt bad. So, I think this is a good opportunity for Hive and BTS as they go on their world tour to take a hard, cold look at how tickets are sold in not just the United States, but all over the world to make sure that real fans have the opportunity to buy the tickets and not people who just want to take advantage of real fans. Okay, where you can find BTS this week? You can subscribe for free at Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible, Stitcher, Deezer, Goner, Goner, Ghana. Uh, you can also go to the show notes and get the RSS link for your podcast player of choice. What website is that? That's btsthisweek.com where you'll find the show notes to this episode and every other episode. This is officially episode 155. I also have a Facebook page for the podcast. There's a link to that in the show notes. And if you want to talk to me, I'm on Twitter. BTS Mama Bear. I had some very nice people tweet me, uh, wishing me luck with my surgery. Uh, I got some nice uh, DMs on Twitter, so thank y'all very much. And, you know, as always, you can go to the website and go to the contact page, and it will send me an email. Now, right now, all my emails are spam. (laughs) I don't know why, but uh, feel free to go use the contact us page so I can get an email that isn't spam. (laughs) okay so I'm purple you you're awesome and you're valuable and you're needed in this world and if anybody tells you any different they are wrong stay safe stay healthy do what you feel you need to do to keep yourself healthy I know masks mandates have changed you know there's available you know you know, there's vaccine equity, but do what you can to protect your health and what you feel you need to do. If you're wearing a mask, make sure to cover your nose. It doesn't do any good if you don't. And keep your dirty hands away from your face. <laughs> Wash them and use hand sanitizer. I think we're getting close to the close to a point where I'm not going to have to tell you that every week. Um, but. I now I've lost my train. Uh, train of thought. Oh, vaccines. Uh, if if at all possible, get vaccinated. Helps herd immunity for people who cannot get vaccinated for various reasons and who are at high risk of complications. We need herd immunity. 
So, you know, contribute to that if at all possible. But I hope y'all have a good week. I'm so glad that I was able to record this week. And I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the Las Vegas show. The last show will be live streamed. I know all of y'all who bought tickets are excited. And there's all this talk about a world tour coming. So I don't think it's permission to dance. I don't think it'll be a world permission to dance tour. But maybe it will be. They've spent a lot of money to come up with the the, uh, the staging for this tour. So maybe that is what it'll be. But I still think we'll get an album this year. I hope. <laughs> but anyway, y'all take it easy. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And I'll talk to you in seven days. <laughs>